Practical Prepping Podcast. We're helping everyday people become prepared for whatever emergencies come our way. Where gear is good, but knowledge is better, because the more you know, the less you have to carry. We're your hosts, Mark and Krista Lawley. Do you remember the first emergency kit that I gave you when we were dating? Yeah, the little Altoids. Yes, and it was actually a way to introduce you to everyday carry, which I could have explained that, that you carried keys and things every day, cell phone. But I wanted you to get accustomed to carrying things for small emergencies, and I built you that kit, and it was in an Altoid box. At the time we were dating, and we started dating, you were the chair of the music department in a private academy and you were around students everything from first grade or kindergarten through 12th grade around other teachers and things and Mm -hmm. i knew that y'all were all the time having some kind of problem that you had to go and find a solution so i built you a little kit to carry in your purse to be able to go to And it had things like a little sewing kit. It had a very small lighter. It may have had a pack of matches. It had various things in there. And it also included a number of safety pins. Yes, yes, it did. Mm -hmm. And I knew that as a teacher and students around you that that would come in handy from time to time. And I thought about that today as I was reading through some material and I came across a question that said, Why are safety pins included in survival kits? And so that's what I want to talk about, is why are safety pins included in survival kits? What can you do with a safety pin? I think safety pins have infinite numbers of uses, actually. Not just the obvious of like pinning clothing together that we would do in our normal everyday life. But if you really think about all the different things that a safety pin can do, both opened and unopened, there are so many uses. And we've thought of a few of them, and I'm sure other people listening could contribute a hundred more that we've not even thought about. And some of the things that are on here kind of make you go, huh, until you think about it Mm -hmm. for a minute. And one of the things that you can do, and I've actually seen this done, is you can fashion a fish hook. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's made in such a way that it actually would be easier to attach the fish hook to a loose line or a rod of some making if you were in an emergency situation and you felt like you could be pretty successful catching a fish. There's plenty of bugs in the woods and you could pop a bug onto an open safety pin and fish all the way. And if you're carrying that multi-tool, you can bend it in such a fashion that it makes a pretty decent little fish hook. Absolutely. And the latch on the safety pin is a great place to, it makes an eye to put the line through. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And as preppers, we should be carrying some length of paracord with us. And inside that paracord, the outer portion of that paracord is a sleeve. Inside that sleeve is contained anywhere from three for the small cheap stuff up to seven or even nine strands inside and you can open that sheath up and you can pull one of those small strands out and use that as fishing line. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the rod, you can always chop a little piece of a green limb or small bush and make a pole Mm -hmm. out of it. Fallen branch, you know, some of these things are sturdy enough to attach a line Mm -hmm. to if you want to get a little further distance, absolutely. And I would hope I would catch one big enough to break that pole. But anyway, 
that's not the kind we're going to be catching. We're going to, if we're in a survival situation, we're going to be using just eating whatever we can. Now, as an aside, there thinking about it, if you walk down riverbanks, places that are somewhat popular for fishing, you'll often find fishing line that's tangled up on the bank. Somebody in a boat threw too far and wound up breaking their line. Oh, I see what you mean, like tangled up in a bush or exactly brush or something like so that. So you can pull that out. Now, what else can you do with it? I suppose you could fashion some sort of a line if you wanted to hang a line, say, stretch a line of paracord between two trees. You can use safety pins to connect that line, and you can then throw a tarp over that line. You've got some shelter. Hmm, hadn't thought of that one. One I have thought about is that the, the you can craft an arm sling from some type of material. Even a T-shirt works well in this case. Broken collarbone comes to mind. Oh, like you've got a T-shirt and then you can tear it in such a way and use safety pins to make a sling. Make a sling and a Mm -hmm. swath. You support the arm and you pull it in close. In fact, on the professionally made triangular bandages that we used to use, and they still do, uh, when I was a paramedic, they come, when you open that package, it has a couple of medium-sized safety pins in there for you to do just that. Oh, okay. All right, what else can we do? Oh, something you might could do is you can use the sharp, sticky, pointy end for removing a splinter or maybe easing its way up under a tick to try to get a tick off. There might be a, if you've got no other type of tool, you know, having an open safety pin used carefully could help in a situation like that. I've used it to get a splinter out, but I've never used one to remove a tick and hope I don't have to. But you do have to be careful if you're removing ticks. Yeah, there's there's proper ways and there's actually little devices called tick removal tweezers. And we're talking about when you're having to improvise when you've got nothing else. And a safety pin is certainly better than trying to pick something off with your fingernails if you don't have fingernails. A safety pin will help you a lot. Now... I know I carry bandanas all the time. I've quit carrying handkerchiefs, and I just carry multicolored bandanas with me all the time. And you can use that to make a bandage, but you've always got the problem once you wrap a bandage around something that it wants to unwrap. So a safety pin is a good way to secure a bandage made out of a bandana. You could also use a closed safety pin if it's large enough. You could actually wrap a sprained or a broken finger and make a splint Mm -hmm. out of a little piece. I mean, some of these large safety pins are pretty sturdy. And if you wrap it with enough bandage, you've got a nice little finger splint there. Hadn't thought of that. That would be nice. Okay, you can hang stuff to dry. You were talking about stretching your paracord between two trees. And you and I were talking earlier today about what would happen in a true SHTF, Tiatwaki society-altering event is we may be lucky to have two changes or two sets of clothes, one that you're wearing and one that you wash in the river, and they're getting pretty rank and they're getting worn out. And it takes a while for that clothes to dry so you can hang your clothes on a clothesline using a safety pin. Certainly. If you find value in our podcast, would you consider supporting us by buying us a cup of coffee? You can do that by going to www.buymeacoffee.com slash practicalprep. Your support helps us keep the podcast up and running as well as growing. We have a few things in the planning stages, and your support will really help make those things happen. And we thank you so kindly. 
and you can also use a safety pin for the purpose which is intended to attach one thing to another and a safety pin is a great way to attach some gear maybe to your bug out bag if you've got one of those mm. canvas backpacks maybe that a pin can go through or a nylon you can pin things to the outside to make them easier to get to if you need them like you may not have a proper hook to hang a flashlight. Maybe you need a flashlight to be on. Well, let's see if we can fashion a safety pin in such a way to create a loop and have, and loop it around the hole on that flashlight handle. You could even pin that to your clothes and let it point down and have light in front of you. Something else you could use. You may have shoelaces that are starting to go uh, into disrepair and shredding. Some safety pins can either connect the shredding laces back together or i even thought about discard the laces and just use the safety pins to pin your sneakers together and go through the grommets and just let safety pins it's not going to be pretty it's not going to be fashionable but it may do the job right and that's what we're talking about here how to get by yeah how do you get home when your shoelace is totally torn up that's not a bad idea and if you've only got a couple of safety pins just use one to attach, you know, across the tongue of that shoe and and hold it together. Just do what you got to do. I know as a kid, I'd had a button pop off of my pants and my grandmother would pin them together with a safety pin. Mm -hmm. And you were talking about attaching things. I've seen some guys that are using giant safety pins, probably five inches, six inches long, and they use them to attach a key ring to their belt. Interesting. I've actually seen safety pins that are oversized, but don't laugh. They're used for kilt purposes. These guys that wear these formal kilts, Mm -hmm. like in their wedding or their Highland officers or whatever, they actually have kilt pins that pin the kilt down. And those are great, big, gigantic safety pins. And those could be used for even much heavier duty uses because they're a much heavier metal, much larger diameter. There's a more, there's a hundred new uses for something that big. Well, with people, you know, you have to keep that kilt down because (laughs) anybody that doesn't wear a kilt doesn't know what's under it. I mean, I have no idea. Yeah, there's just get you a kilt pin. Absolutely. Now, here's one that sounds like something I would do if I'm out somewhere because I do need to use a toothpick quite often, and it could be used as a toothpick. Yeah, you might punch your gums, so you'd have to be a little bit careful. Don't try to be overly zealous with that sharp end. But Well, I've got this you know. one spot that if I chew on beef jerky or something like that, I've got to get it out. That yeah. one little spot over here on this left side, it just ha- between those two teeth, it just it's one of those it's either too much space or not enough. Mm. And so it's not enough space for it to come out if I chew on a lot of beef jerky. Right. So toothpick, no big problem. I carry toothpicks with me all the time anyway. Something else that you can think about using safety pins for is in the wintertime, if you're dealing with a lot of walking through some snowy, blizzardy type weather, you may need to pin your pant legs a little closer together just to keep the snow out. Mm-hmm. Uh, or if it's if it's like if your pants have gotten very loose and tattered and they're not going to hold a fold, as it were. I used to be able to fold up jeans and they'd kind of stay, but if they get real stretched out of form they won't hold being folded up so you may have to pin them up pin them closed use a safety pin to tighten down sleeves and pant legs when you feel like it's necessary 
And if you hear noises right here behind the microphone, <laughs> Widget has joined us, and he's now running the board. Our Siamese cat has decided right now that he has to get right up on the board and the computer. He is a curious kitty. He's a big kitty, He's too. stepping all over the computer right now, so who knows what notes you're going to be reading. Oh, he just, he just I guess did, he just sent an email right there. He did something. <laughs> he sent another email. Okay. Oh, thanks, Widget. Your, your girlfriend's answering you. Okay, back to the topic. Back to the topic. Okay, you mentioned tightening those pants legs up for snow. You could also do that in the woods if you are in an area that is infested with ticks and chiggers and things like that to keep them from climbing up your pants legs. I've even heard of people taking their socks and pulling them outside of the Mm -hmm. pant leg as well, just for more leg coverage to keep ticks from crawling up in there. All right. How about connecting a couple of blankets together or bags or clothes or something to create some type of a shelter? Yes. If you've got a tarp or extra jackets or some blankets or something where you're going to need to connect larger pieces together, obviously safety pins can do the job quick, fast, and in a hurry. And I'm thinking there in the urban setting where you're not going to set up a tarp but you just want to get a bigger piece of cloth to cover yourself up with, you could pin that together. Certainly. Now, here's a very extreme use for them, but you could use it to close wounds. In very extreme cases, no doctors there, and that wound is pouring out a lot of blood. You could use it kind of like a skin stapler, and I know you'd probably wrinkle up your face at that one. Yeah, pretty much. And it would hurt like crazy, but you could close a wound with it in an emergency situation. Yeah, hopefully you've got something more in your first aid kit, like a butterfly bandage or something that may be a little more comfortable. But yeah, I can see what you're saying in a case where it might work with looser skin or whatever, that it's by, it I'd, might bring it together to help it heal. I'd go with duct tape before I would a safety pin, but you do what you have to do. <laughs> what else can you use for All safety right, pins? Our last one that we're going to talk about tonight is defending yourself. Now you think, how can I defend myself with a safety pin? See, I saw that in the notes, and I'm real curious to hear what you're going to say. Well, you straighten that thing out, and you start poking somebody in the face with you, and they're probably going to leave you alone. Okay. I guess Sa- you're talking real close contact. Close contact. Uh, this is not a long-range weapon. No. But if your life is in danger, the eyes are not a bad place to go for with Ew. a safety pin. Yikes. So yeah. it could be used in a pinch to defend yourself. So. I was even thinking about if you're having to defend yourself against, say, a weird wild animal or something, you know, like, a, I don't know. Well, I don't know how much that wild animal is going to turn and run <laughs> from a safety pin, but I know that a human being stabbed a number of times in the face is going to turn and yeah, run. I suppose. So... Well, we hope you've picked up something here, and if nothing else, you said, well, there's a reason for me to throw a few safety pins in the bag and have with me because there are a number of uses there for them. Anything else you want to say? Well, you know, just remember these are off-label uses for safety pins, things I've never even thought about. I've learned some things tonight, and that's always a good thing. So we'd like to hear back from you. If you've come up with some different and alternative ideas that are plausible that you could use a safety pin for in an emergency setting mm-hmm. or in a end-of-the-world type setting, uh, we'd like to hear from you. So share your ideas with us as well. We might even uh, revisit this topic at a future date and share some of your ideas. Oh, yeah, we can always come back and share those as a bonus to something else. So we'll see you next time.
You can reach us on Facebook at Practical Prepping. You can email us at info at practicalprepping.info. And our website is practicalprepping.info. And remember, stuff happens. Stay prepared.